Welcome to Astro Kiki Radio. We are the e-news of astrology. Today, we'll be diving into the cosmic guidance from the stars, celebrities, and entertainment lifestyle. Thanks for joining us, and let's see what the universe has in store. to all of our radiant cosmic stars out there listening to us today. Welcome to Astro Kiki Radio. My name is Kyle Thomas. I'm a pop culture astrologer. We have an excellent show planned for you today with celebrities, astrological forecasts, and some really wonderful guests. Hey guys, Sam Davidson here, a pop culture junkie, red carpet reporter, and a celebrity aficionado. I'm super excited to talk about our stories this week and of course our two very, very special guests, okay? They are an adorable couple, both actors, very big activists in the LGBTQ community. We have Jason Caceres. Hello, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. And Christian Gabriel Lopez. Hello. Hi. You guys, they are so, so cute. I wish you could see them, honestly. <laughs> and you've probably seen them on your TV or even on the big screen at some point. So Jason is Cuban-American and he has family in South Florida. Most recently, you've seen him playing Jimmy Bennett on Criminal Minds. And he's also appeared on Netflix's Insatiable and Kidding on Showtime. And Jason also plays Chase in the upcoming series Boy Cult. As far as Christian is concerned, he also has a lot of stuff going on. You can see him in his first leading role in the upcoming LGBT thriller called Crisis Hotline, and that's set to be released on June 11th of this year. He is an amazing actor, and I know that he's like going to be in a ton of stuff mm-hmm. that's going to be coming up, and Kyle's going to, of course, get into what we see going on for you guys as far as career, love, all of that in the future. You also had a video on BuzzFeed go totally viral. Um, which was really, really cool. So tell me a little bit about that video because I find it really fascinating and what inspired that. So that video was a very long um, process to actually even just get started shooting because they reached out to us with this idea of, actually it started with um, the wedding cake cake video. They wanted to speak to us about, because we're going to get married soon, hopefully, (laughs) um, and they wanted to shoot a wedding cake opinion video because that whole uh, fiasco was going on with the, the company not wanting yeah. to bake a wedding cake for a gay couple. So it started as that. Then it turned into, uh, well, let's follow you guys around and talk about what it's like being a gay couple in today's, yeah. you know, public. Um, and we had said yes. And then I had an incident happen and this has never happened to me in my life before. We grew up in Miami, Florida, which is a very openly gay accepting community. Yeah. We moved to Los Angeles, another very gay tolerant city, for lack of a better word. And uh, that same week that we agreed to do the video, I came home from, I think the gym or something. It was eight o'clock. It was still kind of like bright, but not like super bright. <laughs> um, and I was wearing, like, I guess, short shorts and a tank top because I, I was at the gym. I was working out. Yeah. Um, and this man started following me all the way to my apartment, yelling out derogatory slurs. And I got so nervous, I couldn't even, like, unlock my phone. I'm like, oh, great. I'm about to get yeah. beaten up. I can't call Christian because my fingers aren't working because I'm so nervous. It was one of the, the first times I've ever seen Jason really, like, shaken. Like, he's usually just super, like, uber confident. And, like, that is the first time, like, I've ever seen, like, fear in him. Wow. And so basically you guys went around for a week, right? Mm -hmm. And showed PDA like many couples do. And, but that's very scary for gay couples. Yeah. We, it was, I was so terrified that we canceled the shoot. Yeah. And then after talking about it for weeks, Christian was like, we should do it for this very reason. Mm -hmm. Um, so we did it. Because of Christian, I found the courage to do it and it was yeah. nerve-wracking. Yeah, I honestly, when I was like, if we're afraid to do it, that probably means we should do it. Because mm-hmm. the voices that are keeping us from producing this content, from being as open as we are, is the same voice that's in millions of people's heads. And that's a voice that we have to put an end to. Absolutely. Well, we're going to talk about all of the things you guys have accomplished and are going to accomplish very soon. But first, we are having Kyle talk about our weekly forecast. 
Absolutely. So we have the sun in Gemini right now. So it's Gemini season for all of those wild and crazy fun girls and gals out there. <laughs> girls and guys. And, uh, but we also have a very big week ahead of us here. So the 31st is going to be a really, really spectacular day for everybody because we have Venus in a perfect angle with Saturn. So Venus rules love, money, you know, harmony, uh, art, and it's connecting to Saturn, which is all about longevity. And since they're in a really positive angle, this is going to be a great day for anybody that wants to commit in a relationship, make long-term investments, or, you know, even find new love if you want to go out there and do that. So, you know, Sam, so definitely set up a date for Friday. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> I literally have a date for Friday. What? Yeah. Oh. I do. Yeah. I about actually... to get married. Oh, oh my God. Congratulations. <laughs> going to be well, a flower girl. Yes, of course. <laughs> well, so one, one thing, when we have really wonderful aspects, it imprints that energy on the relationship or in, in that contract or in that decision. So the fact that you're meeting this person, there is a really a, a strong possibility that something is like really going to happen well with it. I have to, I still have to figure out if I'm going to ask somebody out, but <laughs> you know, I, I have a question for that. When you yeah. say, um, finding love, does that necessarily mean in a partnership with a person or it could be, maybe I go to a store and I happen to find like a crystal that energy really resigns with me or a piece of furniture that I really adore. Well, Venus does rule all things of beauty. Okay. So that would work too. Ooh. Yeah. So, but even, you know, plan something for the two of you guys that you want to do. Because it's going to take your, your relationship to the next level, too. So, mm. yeah, so that's a really exciting time uh, for all of us. So, definitely mark that on your calendars. Go to a party, you know, do anything that's really going to enhance this really positive, long term, romantic, and pleasurable energy for you. Uh, also, we have a new moon in Gemini on the 3rd. So a new moon is when a new beginning opens up in our lives. It's kind of just like imagine like a door is opening. So, you know, with it being a Gemini, this is a highly communicative time. We are all going to be really connecting with, you know, other people around us. The pace is going to speed up too. And, you know, we're really going to be concerned with how we communicate, you know, authentically from ourselves and, and, and how we can better leave an impression upon the world. So, you know, definitely in the days that follow that, you know, you try to plan something that you can do to, to write and express yourself, to, you know, get onto a podcast, you know. Also, studying is really great at this point in time, as well as short distance travel. So, like, if you want to go on, like, a quick trip, which... Which we are. Yeah. yeah. Like, Seriously? That's perfect yeah, for it. next week. Yeah. So, and because anything that you start around a new moon, it's going to carry forward for an entire year. So that's why it's really important to use certain times to really, really, you know, take steps and actions in order to create a life of abundance. I talk about that a lot. You know, I, I think that it's important for people to have not just a little bit of love, but all of the love and not just a little bit of money, but all of the money. And mm -hmm. if you use the right timing, it's actually going to really be, you know, lucrative or successful because you're using the right uh focus of your energy ultimately you know rather than trying to like run up against a, a brick wall when the door isn't open so so yeah so everyone you know keep in mind you know next next week is going to be really lovely with that so that's our astrological forecast today you got to find some investment potential that's honestly <laughs> so exciting a lot of that did like resonate like what's stacking up on this particular week yeah for us yeah for me too i mean honestly that's crazy i have a lot of red carpet stuff that i just got approved for today for the coming week i have mm -hmm. my date so yeah you know guys like we give you all of our information at the end if any of this resonates with anybody that's listening we'd love to hear your stories of um, how it ended up working out so let us know next we are going to jump into my personal specialty which are the pop culture segments of the week we have some great stories for you guys so stay tuned Hey guys, welcome back to Astro Kiki Radio, and we are going to be talking about some celeb gossip. We have some juicy stuff going on. First and foremost, one of my personal favorite actresses, Scarlett Johansson, she is engaged. 
Yay! Did I know this? I didn't know. I this. didn't know this either, but I love her. Me Aww. too. I love her. And this is um she's engaged to someone I didn't even really realize they were together until recently, Colin Jost, who's on SNL as the weekend update, one of the weekend update hosts. Oh yeah, I didn't know that at all. What a cute couple. How long have they even been dating? They've been dating for like two years. So they met um in 2017. And they were showing major PDA at some big Hollywood party. And then slowly they started doing carpets together. And he was with her at the Avengers Endgame premiere. And they had really beautiful photo ops. Um, this would be her third marriage. So she was married to Ryan Reynolds, uh, if you guys remember correctly. Which, I mean, they would have made some really beautiful babies, if you ask me. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. But she did end up getting married after Ryan to a man named uh let's see Darek this a Roman Darek and they had a baby named Rose who is four years old now so she is on to her next love and adventure and Kyle has the astrological you know dates of everyone to kind of see what kind of match these two really are well it's really interesting because I was going through all of these couples and just on a, a very basic level they're not supposed to be technically compatible I guess uh, that makes sense. She's on her third one. Yeah. Right? Third time's the charm, I guess. Right, yeah. right. Well, and the thing is, you know, every single sign can work with other signs. In friendship, in business, in love, it doesn't matter. But it's, every relationship takes work and communication and, and putting in that effort. So you could be in the most, you know, harmonious relationship like a Taurus and a Capricorn or a Virgo or a Libra and Aquarius and uh, Gemini. You know, like it, it, any of them... But still, you're going to have to find ways to grow and challenge each other and, and, and really evolve. So looking at her specifically, Scarlet is a Sagittarius sun. She's also a Sagittarius rising, and she has a Scorpio moon. So she's very, very intense. She's got a lot of fire going on in her, you know... We can see that on screen. You know, she just kind of oozes this, you know, intensity. I think yeah. it's part of what makes her so watchable. She's just... She's super intense, and she I feel like she embodies every single role that she... She really does totally. command that, like, attention when she's on screen. It's, bam, all through... I mean, she was the only one, like, in the Avengers that didn't have, like, a super cool weapon or, like, a super cool power, but still everybody... She didn't need it. Ooh, she was fabulous. Really loved it. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Totally, totally. So, you know, looking at her, you know, with that energy, you know, I definitely think we're spot on with that. Colin, however, is a Virgo rising, a Cancer sun, and a Libra moon. So, in direct compatibility, there's nothing aligned between them. Wow. So, so yeah. So not it's, looking good, Scarlett. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, it's interesting because it's like you think, like, you know, earth and water, they go together. You know, fire and air, they go together. But, like I said, you can, you know, make things work. And also, you know, with me being, you know, pop culture professional astrologer, I do look at other aspects that are important in their chart. So, you know... Just on a basic level, let's, let's, you know, with him being a Cancer, you know, and her being a Sagittarius, they, the way that they're connected in the chart is actually through intimacy and, and like an erotic energy, uh, because that's in, in the chart specifically how it falls for Scarlet. And then... That makes perfect sense. Yeah, so are you saying that they probably have really good sex? <laughs> yeah, because honestly, that would be a great She seems very flexible, I mean. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Well, the thing that was the most, I, it, literally, like, I, it took me, like, quite some time to figure out, I was like, why are they connected? Why is this happening, you know? And what I found out is that each of their Venuses is directly across the sky to their sun. So his Venus is at four degrees Gemini, but... Her sun is zero degrees Sagittarius, so they're directly 180 degrees apart, which when when someone is 180 degrees apart from you, or an energy is, it represents a completion, so it's like a yin and yang. Hmm. And oh. Yeah. Is Venus, like, representative of their sexual Love prowess? language, yeah, you know, okay. you know, their, their interest in beauty, how they, you know, are expressing themselves in that, that capacity, you know, specifically romantically in, in, okay. in all of their love relationships. So then his, uh, her Venus is at 10 degrees Capricorn, and that's directly across from his sun, which is 7 degrees Cancer. So again, wow. they have the same, you know, so, so just looking at that, you know, 
However, what this means is that, you know, it, let's say they just had one person have this situation. It would mean that they'd be, like, constantly caught in this, like, tug of war, and one person would eventually dominate. However, the thing about this that's really cool is that because they both balance each other that way, they're always dancing in their courtship consistently. So sounds hot. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that sounds beautiful. <laughs> it is like, beautiful. Sure, it's beautiful hot. is another word. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I thought that was really, really interesting. And, you know, it, it's gonna really work for them. You know, moving on though, Ryan Reynolds is a Virgo rising, which is just like Colin, and he's a Scorpio sun with a Scorpio moon. Then Romaine is a Scorpio rising with a Pisces sun and Aries moon. So one thing that I've just kind of pointed out here is that two of her partners have had, had Virgo rising. So, you know, she's obviously very drawn to this energy. And the reason that happens is because her Venus is also in an Earth sign. Virgo's Earth, so is Capricorn. So when the angles are consistently aligned like that, that's why she has a soft spot in her heart for those who ground her and give her, you know, this stability. So that's really important to her, you know, because she's a Sagittarius. She's, she's fiery. She's, you know, all over the place. Um, and then, yeah, so then the next thing is that she's also super connected to the water signs because since Venus is in an earth sign, they're compatible with the water signs as well. So that's that. So she's literally partnered with every single water sign. Colin's a Cancer, Ryan's a Scorpio, Romaine's a Pisces. So that is, that's why she's so drawn to that. Wow, girl yeah. has a type. I wonder if it's like coincidence or she's specifically like on the first date, what's right. your sign? Can you imagine she just pulls out like a moon chart? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's Kyle, so. <laughs> well, yeah, cut through the bullcrap. Yeah. yeah. Well, I really actually, you know, going through looking at the connection, I do like her connection best with Ryan uh, because they have the same moon sign. And when you have the same moon sign as someone, you can always, you know, kind of intuitively, intrinsically know where you're at and, and communicate. Um, and then also, you know, understand the the intensity or lack thereof of their emotions. So I wonder if we have the same moon sign. I don't know. Wow. Well, I have no idea. We're going to discover that very soon. <laughs> I'm excited about it. Well, we wish Scarlett nothing but the best. And, you know, I am not a huge Ryan Reynolds fan. I hate to say it. So I'm happy to see her, like, moving on with something interesting that could potentially work. And he's really, really funny. So okay. and he's pretty hot, I think. Speaking of hot... I think Adam Levine is very sexy. I always have, and I'm a little bit sad because our next story is that he's officially leaving The Voice, one of my favorite shows, and this has been a long time coming. So season 16 just wrapped. John Legend, it was his first season on the show, and his contestant won. Uh, Ryan, or Ryan, Adam Levine has only won three seasons out of all the 16. Usually Blake Shelton wins all the time and <laughs> he was apparently kind of getting a little bit like not very happy on the show they've changed some rules with the contestants that he supposedly wasn't super cool with but apparently it all really started that he was thinking about moving on after his super bowl performance this year which did not go well mm. it did not no yes it's kind of a bummer like why would you it was, I felt, you know, I felt bad. No one wanted to do the Super Bowl. Like, literally, I don't know if anyone remembers, like, nobody wanted to do the Super Bowl because yeah. of the political stuff going on. Yeah. And so Maroon 5 literally was their last option. Not a great leg to stand on. But, yeah, he officially announced uh, this past week that he was resigning. He might pop back in the show. <laughs> and him and Blake have a very, very cute on-screen, like, frenemy bromance thing going on. Adam wrote a really, really sweet Instagram post just basically showing his love for Blake, his love for the show. Says he could pop in on and off. You know, they have guest judges, things like that. But he also is an executive producer of a new NBC show that has to do with music called Songland. He has a scripted project at Universal. So this is seems he's like it's time. Fine. He's gonna yeah. be he's gonna be just fine. But I was interested to see what's going on in his chart because this is a huge change for him. He's done this for sixteen seasons. Yeah. Well, Adam is a Leo rising with a Pisces sun. And, you know, so with him being a Pisces sun, he's got a lot of creativity. He's a lot of creativity. He's got a lot of emotions. You know, he really you know tries to express that. And then with him being a Leo rising, he loves to be the star. So obviously that makes sense. You know, we, we can look at that and see that pretty clearly. 
So looking at the very basic flow of the transits for his chart, I want to focus on the eclipses and how they are affecting him. So right now, we are in the pair of Cancer and Capricorn eclipses. So they usually go back and forth, kind of like leveling us up in a certain area of our life consistently to make a lot of progress. So an eclipse is a good thing. That's well, it, not always. the thing is, eclipses are destiny in a way of looking at it. So it's like, if you have a, an eclipse in your love sector, you're going to fall in love or you're going to be working and feeling very creative or, 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 you know, having a child or that, you know, it's all in that kind of fertile zone of your chart. So the eclipses for you right now, you are going to have a lot of focus on your um, career because that's where the eclipses are going for you for Jason. And so I love that. for you, yeah, there's a lot of mass media and communication for you. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Yeah, it really does make sense for the moment. Yeah, because because it's it, like I said, they 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 kind of go back and forth and, and they balance. So for Sam, there's a lot of career energy that's going to be happening, but also, you know, home related energy things like that too. So, anyways, going back to specifically with Adam, you know, like I said, with the Cancer Capricorn eclipses the ways that they're going to actually affect him is that he's going to be seeing the need to uh, have a creative release because he's having a lot of these explosions in his art sector consistently happening and that's going to continue. Also, they're falling in his realm of employment and his work and day-to-day routines. So this has been a consistent routine for him that it, as an eclipse is shifting and changing and going to be leaving his life. So, you know, we can see that, you know, and, and kind of going back to eclipses, so, you know, a new moon solar eclipse is going to create a massive new, new beginning for us. But whereas a lunar eclipse is going to create a big culmination and an ending or, you know, allow you to evolve to the next level. So, you know, when we have these, these two, you know, back and forth eclipses throughout the year, he's, he's beginning and ending things in his creative sector and then also in his employment. So there's that. And then the last thing that I wanted to draw attention to, specifically for Adam, is that Jupiter is the planet of miracles and blessings, and it takes 12 years to go around the sun. So it, it blesses one area of our life and, and, you know, really opens massive doors for us, you know, during that period of time. Once every 12 years? Yes, but it, it, it hits a different area. So for you, next year is going to be your biggest year of your career for the last 12 years. And Ooh. For hey, you, I'm here for it. Me I'm too. For you, it's communication as well. Hmm. So, and right now it's in your in- income. Okay. And right now for you, it's in, also, now it's in media for you. So like okay. media, you know, broadcast, you know, publicity, all of those kinds well, of things. Well, here we are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I happening. love it. Yeah. So, so anyways, going back to Jupiter specifically, so it's in Sagittarius. For the way that it's affecting him is that this is his, his sector of fame and public recognition with Jupiter being a retrograde and going backwards in the sky, it means that it's it's returning that energy internally so that, you know, he can make space for himself to grow so that he can, you know, reach new levels of success when it goes direct, which will, I think it's August 11th. I know it's, it's towards the end of summer here. So with it going backwards, he wants to change how the public is perceiving him. And then also for his rising sign, it is showing that he's doing a lot of internal growth about his personal creativity and art and assessing how he best can express himself. And these shifts will be continuing to affect him until fall. I love it. Well, you know, he definitely was struggling, I know, with how he was communicating and expressing himself. And I I know he didn't even want to give notes to the remaining contestants because he didn't have any in the finale this past season. So he was being a bit of a diva. (laughs) But I think he needs to take a little bit of a siesta from that. And I think he's going to do great things. He just probably needs to just back a little I'm excited bit. excited for Songland, though. It sounds super interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually went to a Songland event uh, a couple of weeks ago and got was at a panel with like all the judges and stuff. It's really cool. It's a, it's a show uh, where songwriters get to go on and compete to write songs for big stars mm-hmm. like the Jonas Brothers and people like that. So That's it's, cool. yeah, it's definitely cool. I love the concept cool. also where like after every episode, they release the song that they worked on together yeah. for that artist. So yeah. it's, it's definitely going to drive sales for that song. Absolutely. It is an amazing show. I've seen the first episode, so make sure to check that out. Maybe Adam will pop in on it from time to time. Well, thank you. You know, it's a definite perk of the job. 
So our last story of the week is Taylor Swift and her boyfriend, um, Joe Alwyn, I believe that's how you say his last name. They shared a rare romantic moment out in Europe. She's doing a press tour right now for her new album, her new single, and they a lot of her past relationships have been very public and they haven't worked out for her. So she's made sure to keep this one pretty private, even though Joe really is a rising star. Like he was in The Favorite this past year, uh, Boy Erased. He has been in a lot of, yeah, really, really fantastic stuff. So they were kind of spotted showing some PDA and it was around the same time that a German journalist uh, asked Taylor, you know, now that you're going to be turning 30 this year, are you going to settle down? Is this mean, you know, that you're ready to have a family, blah, blah, blah. And she totally snapped back at them and said, you would not be asking a man this who was about to turn 30. So I'm not going to answer your question. That's true. true. Taylor. Give That's it to so them. true. Yes, I love that. I love when when someone's like, I'm sorry, but no. I feel like she's starting to like mature a lot more because she just said, um, she just released a statement saying that her next album was going to be more uh, politically inclined. Yes. And not so much, you know, about her private romantic life. So I'm excited to hear her views on current affairs. Yeah, and I mean, that's a big thing because a lot of the people that have supported Taylor are from the South and they have different not necessarily very liberal views and she hasn't spoken out much about politics at all because people thought i'm sure her representatives thought that it would maybe affect her followers and the money she's making because a lot of the people that like her also might be kind of conservative so this is a huge just change beginning she hasn't really uh, released when she's going to be releasing the album you know we have the first single she's dropped a lot of easter eggs about what the album title will be and i it's gonna probably be around christmas i'm thinking that the album will come out officially but i don't know kyle let's look into what's going on with taylor right now yes so taylor swift is a capricorn rising with a sagittarius sun and a cancer moon joe however is a Pisces sun and a Taurus moon. I couldn't find his rising sign, so unfortunately we can't look at that compatibility as well. However, you know, just looking at Taylor, you know, even though she is very fiery and she has all this, you know, creative and spontaneous energy, she has a lot of earth and water too. So that really grounds her and and, and ties her down. And that's actually why I feel like they have a lot of synergy. And you know, so we see that, you know, their moon signs are super compatible. We have her with a Cancer moon. She's very emotional. And then Joe, who's a Taurus moon, who is also very sensitive, but, but grounds her and, and allows her to feel safe and secure. And, and that's really important to both of those signs, you know, as, as a moon sign. You know, that, that security is going to be really, really beautiful to them and allow them to really to grow and flourish together emotionally. Then, also, you know, looking at those signs love long-term energy, so that really, you know, resonates to both of them. And then, but my gut is saying that their, their rising signs probably have to be really compatible too, you know, because Taylor, you know, has a lot of, you know, intense and passionate flings that she's had in the past, you know, now with him being, you know, more grounded and more, you know, emotionally secure for her, it allows her to, to be rewarded that privacy and that, that really draws her in. I really do see that. So I'm anticipating that Joe has an earth or water rising sign because it calms her, soothes her, and brings her back down to earth. Oh, I love that. I feel like she deserves like a nice long-term boyfriend, you know. I also really appreciate that like she was keeping it out of like the, the media and stuff because I feel like every time she releases an album everyone just rolls their eyes to the back of their head and like oh another relationship thing mm-hmm. but her new song is kind of like a really fun like pump up like yeah. good stuff we forget yeah. also that like some of these artists like made it very very young and grow up in the public eye and like art is kind of like a representation of our lives so what else is she supposed to sing about when she's like a blossoming 20 something year old and mm-hmm. that's kind of like at the height of your you know yeah romantic state so totally 
I'm a big Swifty. I mm -hmm. love Taylor Swift. I love her new song. I think the album is definitely going to be taking a lighter, less angry approach than Reputation did. And I mean, she's <laughs> she's even said that. So I can't wait to see what happens next. And I just kind of have a feeling that they might be like announcing some kind of engagement soon. I mean, they haven't been together like that long. It's been a year. But I just think that he is a very big part of her life. And she was hiding, not hiding him, but toning it down from what she's done before. So I think that he might be like popping up more mm. often. And I can't wait to see that because he's also very attractive. Oh, I, I haven't seen him. Mm -hmm. Neither have I. Uh, I'm trying to place him in Boy Erased and I don't... He, he's blonde uh, and just very... In The Favorite, if you guys saw that, he was the one that uh, was courting Emma Stone. Oh, okay. I know who you're talking about. Yes. Oh, they make such a cute couple. I know. They'd make beautiful babies. Well, we wish Taylor and Joe nothing but the best. I can't wait to see what they have coming up next. Before we get into our reading for our two guests, we, of course, have our celeb WTF. This is typically a pairing or situation in Hollywood that just seems random and unexpected, but it somehow works. This week, we're going to be talking about Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani, because we were already talking about The Voice a little bit, and Gwen is replacing Adam on The Voice, and she's coming back, and I think this is going to be more than just like a one-off season like she had done before. So a little bit background about the two of them. They met while filming The Voice, and they were both going through divorces. She was divorcing her um, longtime husband, um, Gavin Rossdale, and he was going through a divorce with um, his ex, Miranda, why am I blanking? Miranda Lambert. Lambert, of course. Miranda Lambert, who is a notorious itch bay. <laughs> I mean, yes. Oh. If you guys, yeah, I mean, that woman is actually insane. It was only a few months ago she got into some fight with a man and woman in Nashville at a restaurant and went mm -hmm. and like poured soup and salad or something all over some woman. But that's why her music is so good. She's, She's crazy. literally like the badass bee in country music. I mean, she is, and I love that, but I feel like Blake probably took some wear and tear um, through that. I'm not saying he oh, was perfect. Absolutely. He seems like such a like huge teddy bear, and she's like, claws yeah. out. I'll kill you. <laughs> but um, <laughs> So him and Gwen met, and everyone's like, this is super random. Gwen is significantly older than him, and I mean, you couldn't tell. She literally is a vampire. She looks freaking fantastic. Mm -hmm. She's aged beautifully. And... At first, you know, oh, is this just for publicity, for The Voice, blah, blah, blah. But it wasn't. You know, they've been together now. They got together in 2014. And every year that's gone by, they just have been such big supporters of each other. They haven't rushed to the altar, which I like because I think that kind of just proves that, you know, they're the real deal. They're not doing this for publicity. And I love the little family they have together. And I can't because now this season on The Voice, this next season coming up, Everyone knows they're a couple. When they were on it together, it was kind of just like, Secret. yeah, everyone knew, but like everyone wasn't supposed to know. But now they do know. So I'm excited to kind of see what is going to happen live mm -hmm. on stage with them. Like they're probably going to be super cute and fun to watch. But I mean, she is a punk rock like goddess mm -hmm. and he is a country heartthrob. So Kyle, how did this, how does this work? Well, we have Blake Shelton is a Gemini sun with a Pisces moon, and Gwen Stefani is a Libra sun with a Cancer moon. So, you know, the thing that I really love about them specifically is that they're both, their sun signs are both air, so that obviously shows an affinity, and then their moon signs are both water, and that also shows an affinity. <laughs> and... Yeah, so, and the thing that's cool about it is so, you know, because of the alignment in the the, the chart, they they rule love for each other because of that. It's a match made in heaven. So it really is really lovely, yeah. <laughs> it's super, super cute. Um, interesting, though, Gavin is a Scorpio sun with Capricorn moon, and her moon, or their moon signs were opposite, so that could really show that there was a, a real emotional completion between the two. Um... But then we have, so their sun signs are very different though, which can show that there's friction between them. So when, you know, Gwen wanted to play and, 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 and you know, express herself or, you know, be more spontaneous, Gavin wanted to take his time to do what he wants to do. Because well, when he's a, I, I love Scorpios, but you always 
make sure that you get what you want. You're Please. a liar. You do not love Scorpios. Kyle's just being nice. Is one of you, are one of you a Scorpio? Is that why? Yeah, Christian's oh. a Scorpio. Christ. So is, <laughs> literally everyone in my life is a Scorpio. Yes. My mom, Christian, yeah, honestly, my brother. Yeah, you can lay it on me. I get it. I hear it all the time, but like still. Oh my God, sorry, Kyle. Kyle's like literally <laughs> blushing. His face Scorpio, is like Kyle? beat no, red. I'm a Taurus. Oh. Yeah. Oh, right. How do you hate Scorpio? Aren't, aren't Tauruses and Scorpios like a good... Yeah, they are the house of partnership for each other in marriage, yeah. But that doesn't mean I have to marry a Scorpio. No. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's one of those things where, I mean, I feel like, and it's funny because I was like literally thinking about it this morning. I was like, I'm so glad it didn't work out with that piece of shit before. Yeah. Ooh, and there's a story there. <laughs> me too. Like, ugh, just evil and manipulative and awful. Was and he a Scorpio? I just gave him everything yes. that I possibly could. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but the thing is, not all Scorpios are awful. There are awful Tauruses. There are awful Capricorns. There are awful Libras. There, every sign can have their darker side. So, you know, I just think that Scorpios really do get in touch with their emotional energy. And one of the things about them with them being ruled by Pluto, Pluto, which is the, the planet of death and, and rebirth and intensity, but also Mars of, of aggression and war and sex, you know, it gives you guys this, this really powerful energy that you just kind of embody. So you just described my mother. Oh God. <laughs> I love so, it. Uh, yeah. But anyways, jumping to finish the story. So Miranda Lambert is also a Scorpio sun with Capricorn moon, which is exactly the same as Gavin, which I thought was really strange. So they're actually, the way that I see this is that both Gwen and, and Blake left partners that were <laughs> less domineering to have fun together. Aww. So yeah, so you know, she, you know, Miranda wanted to dominate the relationship, and he would, and Blake would feel frustrated and tied down, and and in, 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 you know, just really kind of anxious throughout that. You know, the sex was very likely to be very hot, but that doesn't make their relationship. So I do think that that was an important thing to bring and bring attention to. And then, looking ahead, Blake and Gwen do have a lot of really good vibes in the coming you know days and years. Astrologically, Blake is blessed in marriage commitment and partnership until December. So even if they don't necessarily tie the knot, their relationship because they're committed together is going to go more smoothly, and 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 you know they'll feel more blessings to each other. And then for Gwen, we're seeing really big eclipses in her career and home life, like you, Sam, because she's a Libra. Mm -hmm. And so that is actually going to be bringing a lot of her attention there. So, you know, this when, when, we, when we have an eclipse in like our home life, it's like people move, they move to a better place or they like, you know, have, um, or move in together, things like that. So that would be kind of energy that she will be seeking. I mean, I'm sure they live together, right? Well, you know, she's had a residency in Vegas recently. Uh, I'm not quite sure. It has to be over soon because there's no way she could do the voice and have a residency in Vegas. It's just one human being unless they made her like a clone or something. I was wondering about that. I was like, how is that possible? Yeah, so she... I do think they probably ha have a place together here in Los Angeles, but they're both always traveling all mm -hmm. over the place and just seem extremely supportive. And Gavin, her ex, like did her dirty. Ugh. He he bangs the nanny that <gasps> literally that. looked like a clone of her. Oh, like and no. the nanny what? And the nanny though like purposely tried to look like her. And like her hair and her oh clothes, and so that was yeah. It There's was a lot of issues. I'm gonna call Miranda to pour some soup and salad on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, please. They probably That's... fall in love with each other. I love that. Like. I know, seriously. Well, that wraps up our stories for the week, which brings us, of course, to talking to our celebrity guests and friends. And, you know, obviously we're going to talk about some partnership stuff because mm -hmm. we want to know how compatible you guys are, which I'm sure that you are, and like what's going on career-wise. So let's get into it, Kyle. Yeah, I'm excited. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, we didn't get all of their details beforehand, so I'm only going to be able to do it on a very basic level today. Uh, okay. When we're talking about, you know, your, your sun sign. So Aries and Scorpio. You don't happen to know your rising signs though, right? No, I think someone told me once, but I definitely forgot. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, in the future, you know, like literally just text it to me or something and I'm happy to look into it for you. And How you do know. you find out which one's your rising sign? Well, as, uh, as I was saying before, so, you know, you need your exact date of birth, exact time of birth, 
and needs exact place. It needs to be like eight. Oh. Yeah. yeah. See, that's the neither we asked our parents, and they're like, I don't know, My mom's like six a.m. ish kind yeah. of. So I was like, well, this isn't gonna help. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's the planets do move, you know, very, you know, by the literally by the the instant, and so you know the way that people always say is that you know the the instant that you're born, your soul comes in to your body. And it's where the sun was rising at that point in time. So I'm an Aries rising. So I'm fiery. I'm intense. I can be dramatic. And I'm aware of that. So sorry, Sam. You're, yeah, definitely. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I'm also, I'm a Taurus sun. So I have, you know, really a lot of both, both attributes. So, you know, look it up someday. Give me the information. We'll, we'll, We'll dive into that. So specifically with, you know, I guess I'm a... I'll take you one at a time. So specifically, let's talk about Breer for both of you, I'm assuming. Sure. Okay. So. I love Aries. They're always like my, because I'm a Libra and I've learned this. So that's our, we're opposites, but that means we're similar in a lot of ways too, because we're at the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. I don't know a lot about zodiacs to be honest. So that's why you're I, here. Yeah, exactly. We, we're I, gonna be great friends, though. I know a little <laughs> bit about like Aries, just because like growing up, everybody's like, "What's your sign?" Oh, so you must be this or that or whatever. And I'm like, "Okay, sure." Yeah. Um, so I don't know what Libra. Yeah. Is. We 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 match well together. We I do. love it. Mm-hmm. Let's have coffee. Yes. <laughs> so, as I was talking about before with eclipses, these are points in destiny that. I kind of imagine it like whatever you believe in, whether it's, you know, God or, you know, angels or spirits or, you know, destiny, whatever it be, they, when you're born, they put certain landmarks in your life that you're going to have to cross in order to reach your highest evolution and, and serve your sole purpose that you're important, you're, you're, you're supposed to do in this lifetime. So right now we are having eclipses for all Aries in their career sector. So you will see massive, massive shifts in relation to your career. The first one began on January 5th of this year, and it was a new moon solar eclipse. So you were launching new things, could be could have been like a project, you know, publicity campaign, changing the way that you want to be perceived by the public. Interesting. The next time is gonna be July 16th. That's gonna be a culminating moment in your career. Okay. So yeah, so take a take a big note of that. Um, July sixteenth. And then the next time is December twenty fifth. So the the days that Christmas. follow Christmas <laughs> are gonna be really big for all Aries. Ooh. So so definitely you know pay attention to that. I'm excited for that. That actually makes sense in Jan. I hired a publicist in January for the first time oh, in my wow. life. So that makes sense. Yeah, I mean that's that's I love that. That's and that's you using intrinsically the energy without even having to look at the stars and. And that's one thing that I always look at with people is seeing, you know, how in tune they are with the, with the flow of the universe and the rhythms that are going on, you know, whereas, you know, if you're fighting it, then you're not using your energy and your time on earth wisely, you know, so, so really, you know, playing into the things that you need to, to follow, I think is important. So as I was mentioning before though, so Jupiter is the planet of good luck and good fortune, Right now, it's in your ninth house of publicity, television, media, film, all of that. And so you're going to have a lot of obvious, I mean, you're in the industry of Hollywood. So, you know, of course, that makes natural sense. But until December 3rd, you actually have more opportunity to make more progress and to see more opportunities in these realms. And publicity, like I said, goes in there too. So, uh... I'm in Aries rising, so I am experiencing that same energy too. So like, for instance, now we have a podcast. I am being printed in, you know, mainstream publications like every week, you know, all that's of amazing. that stuff that's happening is because Jupiter went there. So it's so, and it's so nuts because it's like, I can literally chart it, you know, look at these things. And so, so that's really, really crucial. Uh, but starting on December 3rd until throughout I think it's like December 19th of 2020, that is going to be the highest uh, peak of achievement that you're going to have for 12 years. So you are going to have major success next year. You're going to be really, you know, creating a, a very large imprint on the world in your industry. So 
really be, be taking the time now to be building these projects and be building these things so that next year you can just blow everything away. Ooh. I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah. I feel like I, I try to take every opportunity that's presented to me, so hopefully it's, it works out. Yeah, well, it will, because Jupiter's going there. <laughs> yes, yeah. Jupiter, come through. Yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you, Jupiter. Yes. <laughs> All right, so then for you, my love, it, we're going to also talk about careers. My so. love, now let's just not remember the Scorpio things he said a little already. Yes. <laughs> he said that they're, they're you know, yeah, I, 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 I like Scorpio. He doesn't hate Scorpios. <laughs> he just, um, you know, should probably just have Scorpios as friends. Right, <laughs> right Kyle? That, that's that's our issue. Just, yeah. So this is perfect. <laughs> He's like, right, right, right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. So for you, for with you being a Scorpio, so your career achievement, you had a full moon actually eclipse. Uh, in this sector around January 20th of this year. So you probably had some sort of significant, you know, shift change. You may have left a project. You may have completed a project. You may have... What happens? Tell us. Oh, actually I can. Um, So that was the end of the holiday season. Um, And that was kind of the rock that started tumbling the mountain for me to stop, to start quitting, to to quit what was my nine to five, Mm -hmm. um, which I just recently did. But I, it all, like, January was kind of that click where it was like, it's time to start, like, building myself and get ready. Wow. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So, you know, with that being a, a big culminating pom- moment, the next is uh, going to be, there's a new moon in Leo on July 31st. So you need to lay your most important endeavors for the next year in the 10 days that follow that. So, you know, one thing that I'm always trying to, you know, teach people with astrology is that since you know that you have these certain windows in time, use them to your greatest ability. So, you know, try to go after a bigger agent or, you know, that doesn't have to necessarily be that. You could be perfectly happy with your agent and manager as it is now, but like, like build your fire because everything that you do then is, like I said, going to last for an entire year and you won't have another opportunity to do again. It's funny because um, we were talking about today, was it July? It was July 31st. It was the 31st of June, right? Or, sorry, we are going to be in Miami at that time looking at wedding venues. So that's just a funny... Oh, wow. Interesting. It's about time. We've been engaged for like six years. Yeah, we've been engaged for a while. (laughs) So you guys, though, you knew each other back from your hometown of Miami. And so how long have you been officially together together for? Seven years. Almost eight. Oh, that's amazing. It's adorable. I love it. I love it. Also, so for with Jupiter for you, it's in your sector of income. Okay. So you have more opportunity now to amplify your income. You're going to probably make more money in the future, but you need to lay the steps now. Okay. So for instance, when that was in this sector for me, I tripled my income. Oh, hey. Yeah. So that, you know, that was a couple years ago and that was very, it it was a surprise, but I used the energy of the planets at the time. And then for you, it is going to, like I said before... Go into your house of communication. So you will be really focusing uh, next next year specifically, even starting in like December, in a realm of you know writing and communicating, and obviously acting is speech. You know, mm-hmm. so that is is really crucial to that uh, industry as well. So you know you're gonna you're gonna see more luck. Also, okay. if you're negotiating any contracts next year, they're gonna go in your favor. Okay. So that'll be really really good. And it's yeah, negotiating one right now. Yeah, I am negotiating a few contracts right now. I love that. Wow. I love that. Yeah. So yeah, so that's that's the big flow that I kind of I feel like just touching on the basics for you for those kinds of things. What about their partnership? So, like, I mean, I know that we don't have their you know other signs and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but typically you know like. Which one is air, sun, what, like, mm-hmm. how does all that work together with them? Well, like I said before, you know, every sign can work with, work with every sign. It just takes time and effort and communication and, and, and really investing into that. So, you know, you're, you're both very fiery energies. So you clearly have, you know, this, this dynamic that is going to be, you know, it could be very, very passionate, very, you know, especially when you're both, you know, focused on the same goals. If you know that you're on the same path together, 
it's easier for you to be like, okay, well, we're going to take over the world together because you're both ruled by Mars. So that's it's a very big conquesting energy. You know, uh, air, the, the Aries energy is a fire sign, and then Scorpio energy is a water sign. So technically, they don't always work. But the thing about it is that I, I really do think that, like I said, every sign can work with every sign. You know, like mm-hmm. I, it's highly unlikely that I'm going to date a Sagittarius as, as a, a Taurus, but I might do it if it was the right person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'd still be, I would find a way because I care about that yeah. person. And there so. are other, there are other signs like, you know, we don't know, like you're rising and all exactly. of that, right? So for all yeah. we know, they could actually be like perfectly. Legitimately. Yeah. Like, like across each other. told me I was like a, Gemini rising, but I don't want to get it wrong. Yeah. Um, I, was, I don't, I think I was Sagittarius, but I heard the same thing once too, but I'm not, I'm not positive. Well, the funny thing, I mean, we don't know that for a fact right now, but if you're a Gemini rising and you're a Sagittarius rising, <laughs> those are the houses of partnership. Uh, so that would, that would allow you guys I to wonder if we are. Yeah, that's other. so funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and, 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 like, I really do look at, you know, a lot of different factors because, you know, compatibility is very, very complicated and, and really, you know, understanding the different kinds of facets that are in a relationship. But you, you know, like your love language, you know, could be, mm-hmm. you know, in perfect alignment, you know, and also your sex drive may be in perfect alignment. Maybe your sex drive isn't in perfect alignment, but you love each, love each other so much so that you work to communicate in a way that's going to make sure that your needs are fulfilled. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a very complex web of looking at that. Mm-hmm. And so traditionally, Aries and Scorpios are very headbutting, is what you're saying? I would say that, yeah. So, I mean, Aries are definitely very stubborn and very, you know, opinionated, and so are Scorpio. You absolutely are, yeah. <laughs> so, and, and the thing, but the thing that I think is interesting about both of these signs, so it's funny because I was, um, I was just talking, so there's this guy that I'm, like, kind of talking to, and... Ooh. And he was saying how, like, Aries rising is, like, always right. And I'm like, yes, bitch, I am always right. So, like, (laughs) you know, but, like... Take note. Right? But, you know, but the thing is, it's, like, one of those things, too, that, like, I mean, he's sweet, and I'm not going to, like, you know, just steamroll over him unless he wants (laughs) to. Is this the guy we met yesterday? No. Okay. Someone else. Sorry. I can't keep up with Kyle's love life. um, (laughs) Well, it's funny, because he just texted me right now. He's like, like, do you want to drive home from Palm Springs? And I was just like... Mm, interesting. No, we'll see. Yeah. Well, he said date for Friday. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> well, he's actually gone. He's leaving. He's leaving on Thursday because he's going to be there beforehand. Uh, well, then it's not meant to be. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, for instance, with him, I mean, like, granted, I mean, we're not, we're not dating or anything right now. We're, I'm just, we're talking, and maybe we're just going to be friends. I don't know, but like, we have some sort of synergy. He's a Cancer rising. In a Cancer Moon, so he's super, super emotional. I'm but then doing my rising sign. I love it. <laughs> uh, but but then he so technically with my Aries rising, that that's that's water and fire. That doesn't necessarily work because, you know, if he and I were to ever you know collide, he would get very, very, very like upset and and very emotional and sad. Where I where I would just be like, I'm just being direct. Let's just get this done. You know, like let's do you know make a plan. But then his... That's exactly how I am. <laughs> right? Like, this is what it is. Let's just... That's yeah, what it is. <laughs> yeah. And then for his... Uh, but he's a Pisces son, and I'm a Taurus son. And so, you know, no matter what, if we if we date... I don't, I don't know. But, but, but we do have a synerg- syn- uh, synergy. And I, being a Taurus, am so attracted to his sensitivity because so many gay men just are not willing to be vulnerable, you know? So yeah. anyways, yeah. So I don't know. Sorry, tangents on all of that, but well, it's okay. I nice Googled this hear. really, really, really quickly. I don't know if this is accurate, but it says yeah. I'm a Pisces rising. So I guess what time did you, did you use? I put 6am. My mom will never figure it out. She's like, I don't know. It was a long process. You came out <laughs> at some point in the morning around yeah. six. I, you're like, that's not accurate. Don't well, I, I mean, the thing is, it's like, it's, I, <laughs> Guesstimates are really, really hard for me because because I do practice astrology really yeah, you know, readily. So, you know, it literally by the minute could change your, your rising okay. sign. Oh. So so that's why, you know, I mean, if you're at the very beginning of the, that degree of that sign, well, then you're, it's going to be a couple hours before it changes. Yeah. But still, it's, it's 
a little it's finicky. Yeah. Yeah. So well, like you said, Kyle, it it really depends on the people. You guys have been together for so long and yes. um, have something so special together. So it's always interesting kind of to see where it lies, but also there's always soulmates. <laughs> it, it, it's just, it's fun because um, all the things that people say keep Pisces and Scorpios apart, I feel are very much, Aries. Aries, sorry. Yeah. Um, Aries and Scorpios apart is very much what keeps us together. We, we don't butt heads a lot. But we do have this really great back and forth with each other. And um, we always kind of, we're not stubborn enough. We're not so stubborn where it's like, we're like, oh, no, no. And it's a constant argument. A lot of times our little fun back and forths come to a mutual, just like great time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. God, I am so lonely. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. That's all right. Maybe but it, this Friday, hey, Friday. Yeah, you have a date on Friday. Oh, you know? whatever. Wear I some, don't know. Wear some um, vanilla extract on your uh, on your pulse points. Oh, really? Okay, mm-hmm. good to know. Good. I have some of that when I cook from time to time. Um, what bang, else? Bang, marry, kill. Yeah, we. Or did you do it this week? Yeah. Okay, we're gonna play a game of bang, marry, kill. So they're gonna yeah. be uh, three Gemini's because we are in Gemini season. Yes. Okay. So our first is Richard Madden. Do you know who he is? I know. He's Rob Stark from Game of Thrones, and he is my dream man. Okay. So I... We don't watch Game of Thrones. Oh, my God. I I don't either. We're, like, literally the only two people on the planet that probably... three over here. Okay, so, fun fact. I watched the first three seasons, and I fell in love with Arya. But Mm -hmm. then her storyline kind of died out with the third season, and then came back, so I stopped watching it. And then I watched the last episode just to see what happened. You watched Game of Thrones? Did you watch Game of Thrones? I binged, like, a bunch of seasons in, like, three days, but I wasn't really that invested. That's another thing that really keeps our relationship going strong is that we watch our separate shows away from each other. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see this, this hunk. And oh. I would. Oh yeah. He's totally oh, my type. Okay. Do you see? My type. Ten thousand percent. I've seen his picture floating around. Who does he play in Game of Thrones? Rob Stark. Okay, Rob Stark. Got it. Yeah, he was like one of my favorites. Okay. Uh, so then, so him, Chris Pratt or Johnny Depp. Ooh. Okay. Um. I'll go. I would like to kill Johnny Depp. <gasps> Sorry, I've just never got it. And after some of that terrible things have come out about him, I'm just like, oh, I yeah, always knew true. he was not good news. So I'm going to kill him. I will marry Chris Pat- Pratt, and then I will bang uh, Richard Madden. Yeah, that's, that's mine. Flirt. Mm. That's so funny. Because Flirt. I would, <laughs> like, going, when I... I graduated from theater school, and whenever anybody asked me who's your favorite actor, it was always Johnny Depp because he's so transformational and he's really good at what he does. Yes. So I would marry Johnny Depp. Oh, honey. But we'd no. probably sleep in separate rooms just because of yeah. everything else that has come out about him. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Christian. I'd probably bang Chris Pratt, and then be, just because I don't know him, process of elimination, I'd kill Richard. Richard. Madden? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Madden. Richard Madden. I would kill Richard Madden as well. I apologize. <laughs> um, I would bang Johnny Depp, but it'll be um, it'll be angry. Yes. Angry bang. It would be angry. Like I would be like I would be like I'm doing this because like fuck you. Yes. Sorry for cursing. I don't know. That's okay. The, the limits, and then marry Chris Pat because I I just love a good funny. Yeah. A nice teddy bear. What about you, Kyle? I. Because Richard Madden is just like literally perfection of my type. I'm like, ah, please. I would marry him and I would definitely bang Chris Pratt. And then, yeah, we would just kind of throw Johnny Depp off the cliff. Oh no, poor Johnny. So, yeah, so that's. That's our Gemini season. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, thank you guys so, so much for joining us this week. It was such a pleasure to meet you and have you and learn more about you. Um, where can everyone find you on social media? And do you have anything upcoming that you want to plug? So I am Jason S. Caceres uh, on all of my social medias, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, mm-hmm. Facebook. TikTok. Literally every new app that comes out is just I'm the first one to claim that username because no one else is going to. Never. Um, and I'm really excited about boy culture coming out. It's um, the I don't know if you guys are familiar with the original 2006 film Boy Culture of the same name. Um, it's kind of like an LGBT indie cult classic, if you will. So the series uh, is divided into six episodes, 
and it picks up 15 years after the movie ended. Mm. So the we still have the same two stars of the original film, uh, Derek Magyar and Daryl Stevens. Uh, however, I come in as the newcomer. In the original film, there was a, a boy named Joey. Uh, so I come in as Chase, who's kind of like taking over his spot. Um, and I'm really excited for that to come out. It's going through editing right now. They should be done in June and hopefully be out by the beginning of next, maybe December 25th. Ooh, that'd be amazing. Is that, is that when my career is supposed to take off? In the days following that, so in the beginning of the next you year. You hear that, really Alan Broca? <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? I'm totally going to send this to him. Amazing. Like, get it done. <laughs> right. <laughs> so with me, um, as you touched on earlier, I have a movie coming out next month, Crisis Hotline. I am super excited. It is my first time um, starring in a film, and... Uh, it was just a mind-blowing experience, and I'm excited to tell the story that it tells. You know, it's it's an LGBT thriller and an LGBT, like, a horror thriller, and it's really great that just the way it's filmed, to me, is different than any other LGBT film I've ever seen, and I'm just so excited for the world to see it. Amazing. He's fantastic yeah. in it. And um, you can catch me at Christian Glam Lopez pretty much everywhere besides Twitter because it cut me off there. I'm Christian Glam Low. Um, yeah, I do. I do a lot of beauty. Everything. So cool. Well, you guys can follow me, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram, and make sure also to follow us uh, on Instagram, Astro Kiki Radio, at Astro Kiki Radio, and Kyle. I am on Instagram at Mr. Kyle Thomas. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Astro Kiki Radio on the Left of Straight Radio Network. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Astro Kiki Radio, and you can also check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. Make sure to join us next week, and don't forget, we are the only e-news of astrology. Thank you.